0: On air with JT. Caution, you are listening to on air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck. You are listening to on air with JT, pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about and so much more. This is on air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Caution, you are listening to On Air with JT, a fully uncensored, raw, and unfiltered show. JT doesn't give a fuck.
1: How's it going everybody? You are listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. And of course I have Madeline Haley Marquez on the phone. We have David Chin on the phone. What's good guys?
2: What's up? Uh we're doing good, you know. Just driving uh to Orlando. Hell yeah.
1: The grind What's going is uh ah, just another day, another dollar. Yeah, man. It's crazy. We're having so many technical issues this morning, you know, between the, the video, the audio. So I'm currently dealing with that. So anybody that, you know, obviously, you know, there won't be an issue if you listen to the podcast, but there might be an issue with the video for this particular episode so if there is I do apologize in advance but I'm in the you know I'm trying to figure that out right now because I just bought a new new expensive camera and uh, obviously the quality is going to be much better but um, I'm still trying to figure out how it works so uh, yeah hopefully uh, everything's good with that Um, I am recording a backup, you know, version of the show just on a less quality camera. And I don't know how long that'll even be able to record for. But we'll see how it goes. Um, We're just going to go with the go. You know, as Lupe says, the show goes on. Right, David? Yes, sir. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Madeline and David, where can people follow you before we start the show?
3: Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at... Nismo Chin underscore twenty three. That's N I S M O C H I N underscore twenty three on Instagram and on Facebook. You can follow you can follow
2: me uh, as David Chin. Okay. Yeah, and um, you can follow me at uh, Instagram at Madeline, M A D A L Y N N underscore Haley H A L E Y, and on Facebook it's uh um, uh madeline's with one n and instagram oh i said instagram tiktok is lazy eye and youtube is lazy eye 16.
1: okay definitely go give both of them a follow they put out really good content and of course you know you can follow me on instagram at justin thomas insta uh the show on air with jt Uh, Facebook, Justin Thomas, Twitter, On Air with JT, YouTube, On Air with JT, Uh, Snapchat, Justin Thomas SC, TikTok, Justin Thomas TikTok. Um, I know that's a lot, so everything is Really accessible uh, right over at onairwithjt.com. And, of course, you can listen to this show on all major streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and so many more different platforms. Just go to onairwithjt.com. And, of course, if you are a business owner, a brand, uh, someone with a product or a service, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, my social media platforms, and the new podcasts that are launching this year, here, then send me an email obviously serious inquiries only at on with jt at gmail.com. once again that's on air with jt at gmail.com yes so uh yeah i think um i think today's like a good example of like a prime example of you know just like how i was talking about the other day on the show you know you can have you know, you can plan out and have the good, uh, you know, the ultimate blueprint and how this is going to go. But, you know, in life, things are going to happen and things are going to occur. And, you know, it's not going to go according to plan. Like we had the show like already set up and then the video became an issue and then I was dealing with that and then we had to figure out the audio and for a lot of people, they might just be like, fuck this, I'm done for the day or, you know, I'll just work on it later. But, you know, we all just figured it out and, you know, we persevered and, you know, we overcame all these little minor in major, you know, technical difficulties. And, you know, we're still here, we're doing the show. So I think that's a good example, of, you know, just for anyone that's listening, you know, you know, again, it, it doesn't have to be always the biggest thing. But, you know, there's going to be small things that might happen that, you know, can affect your, you know, your routine or or your, your, you know, the, the path in that journey to, to those goals and those dreams that there's going to be interruptions. So it's all about just keeping your composure and I'm still trying to get better at keeping my composure, but I'm obviously so much better than I was, you know, you know, even a year ago, but, um, yeah that's a whole different story but uh it's it's always good to keep your composure and really understand you know that shit's gonna happen you know and and you just have to kind of go with the flow and like i said like lupe fiasco says the show goes on
2: for sure definitely
1: yeah so uh what do you guys uh what do you guys have on your mind
2: um i i i was thinking of the word um Agility. When you are saying that type of stuff, because uh, I'm doing like this course, and like one of the ten skills of like keeping up with the fast-paced world is uh, agility. And I was thinking of how many other things those skills can relate to, and like you have to be like okay with change, and you know maybe we can make a little uh, you know nod to change and being able to keep up with the the ever-changing society and you know, world and lives, everyday lives.
1: Definitely. I agree.
2: And it's, I got not,
1: it's not always an easy thing to to do either. And David, yeah, go ahead.
3: I got something that I definitely want to talk about that, that bothers me that um, there's two things. One thing that bothers me is it has it has a lot to do with mental health. So people that are homeless, you know what I'm saying? Like the veterans on the street that, that served us in war, I don't think any of them should be homeless.
1: Of course not.
3: I don't not. think anybody
1: in America should be homeless. Of because, course not. I don't mean to cut you off, but when people like would ask me like when I was growing up, well, would you want to, you know, and first of all, I, I respect, you know, you, anyone that's served, you know, you guys have, like, my up, utmost, you know, respect, you know, and, and I, I applaud you. But my personal viewpoint and opinion on this, and I know this is a little controversial, but, you know, I would never fight for this country. Because I'll tell you why. Because you come back, you know, obviously, I, mean, I already have PTSD, but you know, I'd come back even more fucked up. And then now I'm, you know, you know, the amount of people that are veterans that come back that become homeless, that have, you know, severe mental health, you know, issues that are going on, um, on top of just family and personal stuff. And just obviously, you know, the traumatic shit that they observed and seen and been a part of in certain situations, and they come back and the government and, you know, the VA, you know, that, yeah, they give them some benefits here and there, but like there's so many homeless veterans that served and protected our country. And now we're on the streets, homeless, don't have anything. And, you know, n- you know, obviously not every single veteran, but there are so many at, to the point where it, it's like, why why fight for our country if 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 you know there's a big possibility when you come back that you could be homeless like that's that's sad like that's not okay the fact that you know and i'm not saying you know i i'm not like trying to i'm not trying to shit on people that you know are that go into the army or military mili- military or navy or anything like that's awesome but like f- but it's just it's sad that you know So many of these people, when they come back, they don't have enough resources or, you know, everything is so booked up at the VA and all these, you know, I'm not that well educated on everything about this, you know, specific area, but it's just really sad to see so many people serve and, and protect our country and risk their lives and to come back and for the government to like treat them like, like they, they didn't contribute anything to society. And that's just mind boggling. And that's a really sad
3: thing. I just ate yesterday. I saw something that I I saw a guy. I was in Walgreens yesterday doing uh, Doordash, and I noticed a uh, a young light skinned fellow. Uh, he definitely looked like he was maybe around my age, maybe a little bit younger. He was kind of dressed up in a suit type of deal. Uh, and he there was a gentleman next to him, and it's it's obvious that the guy was homeless or whatever. So so the guy. I, I already knew what was going on. The guy was help was buying the homeless man some food. So when I saw I watched him the whole time. He didn't see me looking, but I watched the whole time. And uh I, I like seeing stuff like that, man, because uh, people are people are, are cruel nowadays, man. Yeah, people bro. are really cruel, yeah. man. I, I, it's I, I, I try it's and do bad.
1: I try and do things like that and I don't I, I try I I, I, try, I, I, I don't want to I don't wanna come on here and brag about, you know, oh yeah, I do this and this because that's just not who I am. But, like, I I, 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 you know, I know what it's like to literally have zero dollars to my name. I know what it's like to be, you know, at rock bottom. You know, I, I've been, I, I've i hit rock bottom, you know, a lot of times in my life. So I know what it's like. So any opportunity that I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm always going to try and help somebody out whether whether someone's watching me or not you know i do it out of the kindness of my heart and, and i know you guys too you guys do the same thing um and, and i just wish a lot more people would do that
3: um i hate it, people it's, that that it's be looking sad. like they, they try to they try to say they try to be like oh why aren't like they try to act like oh you they should get a job or like like they like, can help yes, or something. yes like, like yes i hate like that shit they I hate they, it man. I hate a, it. a lot of
1: and, and a lot of homeless it's people tr- a lot of homeless people do try and get jobs but yeah. you know but they don't have they don't have the money to, to go get you know a haircut or or a, you know a clean shave and and get some you know uh, you know a proper clothes to at least go into the interview and and then and then not to mention the fact they probably don't even have a cell phone or an, you know, access to a computer all the time. So then how are they going to get a call back for a second interview if, if, if that's the case? And, you know, and yes, are, are there some people that are homeless that do not try and get, you know, jobs or try not to, you know, uh, get out of that situation? Yes. And, and that comes to like how bad mental health it really is, the fact that, there are some people that are homeless and, and mentally ill that they actually, you know, to a certain degree um kind of like it and 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 and, I, and i've had conversations with people that have told me this um and, and that that's really heartbreaking to hear that you know um and and we see this obviously with people that especially yeah. juveniles you know, it get, which really doesn't really get talked about a, a lot. But a lot of like, juvie, you know, kids that go to juvie and that come, you know, around like really horrible, you know, situations, they would rather, you know, go and spend, you know, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever, you know, locked up somewhere, you know, and to be then to, and, and have access to a, a bed and three meals a day, just because of how bad their living situation is now. And that—that's a sad thing to even comprehend. The fact that, you know, someone would would go out and would ha- like that feels the need that they have to, you know, obviously, you know, do something to get arrested, to then, you know, face some consequences, to go away, just to have a better living condition that they're currently in. Like, that's yeah, that's I, crazy.
3: I really, I, man. I, I always thought to myself, like. Once I become a millionaire, I want to fucking help so much people. I want, Same, I bro. want to build like a homeless shelter type. Bro, I'm, shit. I'm about to be on There's some con shit. I want it's to be, I want to be
1: on some Acon shit, but what? Yeah, ACON, not- but they don't talk about Acon like that. About all. No, it, I don't. Yeah, they, they want, do they a want, little, they little bit. They they barely do. Like the only time you really see it is usually. Let's be honest. It's like usually like black owned like media on social media that will like share about it, but you don't see that shit on the mainstream news like that. Like what, exactly. what, what Acon does, and 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 and, and, and that's kind of sad and pathetic. It's bullshit!
3: Shout Should out! Have, shout out no, to nobody- Akon nobody in america should really be homeless we're supposed to be the most powerful country in the world right we're supposed to be you know look we we were looked at as role models at one point in time but because it of was things the, it changed.
1: Was, it's it's america it's it's the land of the free it's, it's the, you can make the american dream you know you can come yeah. from anywhere and, and people say yes excuse me people say the american dream is kind of dead and it is, yeah. it is to a certain degree, it is. It, it is to a certain degree, but if you want it bad enough, you can have that American dream.
3: Yeah. My grandparents came here, you know what I'm saying? You know, my, you know, my story, yeah. my grandfather coming here, yeah. your grandparents are the same thing. So, you know, that's, that's what it was at those times. Things have changed uh, dra- dramatically over the years, uh, decades, a couple decades later, this, the shit that's going on now, man, this shit is crazy. that's going on. With all the homelessness, all the drugs on the street, everybody dying. Like this is this is the violence is gone skyrocket through the roof. Like I was living in Philly. Like when I was living in Philly, I had to look over my shoulder, even though I I'm, I don't have beef with nobody. People are just getting killed just because they get killed. Like that's just what it is out there. It just it is what it is. Yeah, if you're in the wrong crazy. wrong place at the wrong time, you know what I'm saying. You can't help that. You can't help that. All, the, all the, the, there is a place called Kensington in, in Philadelphia. They call it Zombie Land for we a reason. We talked about it uh, briefly. We talked uh, about yeah, it briefly uh, a few like yeah, yeah. 5 days ago. But that's an example that's a prime example of homelessness and the the city not giving a fuck. Not giving a fuck at all. Yeah. I, I feel bad for those people. W- wait till I feel you, bad w- for all
1: those people. You guys that I'm 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 sure it's really bad, but I don't I, I don't we'll have to look this up. I am pretty sure San Francisco's worse. And oh, yeah, and, I, Francisco, and I and I've so seen and I've have... seen this and I obviously seen this firsthand and I'm about to see it again in the, in like a week when I'm in the Bay Area. Shout out to the Bay Area. You know, shout out shout right out there. San Francisco, Oakland, Sac, you know, Vallejo, shout out to E40, uh LaRussell, her, you know, everybody doing their thing, good people. Uh, Red Lotus, you know Stop everybody, Juju, everybody doing their thing out of the, the Bay Area. Shout out to everyone, man. Respect. Yeah. I can't I wait to be in the Bay aggressive. Area soon.
3: Um, I heard some of the people that are homeless out there in San Francisco are aggressive, man. It's so just, a, it's just a
1: really sad. Um, it's a really sad situation that's going on, and, and it's sad that you know we do have the money to fix these problems. Yeah, we, we do. We, do, it's we all do. getting wasted. We, we have the money. It's just—it's you know just not, allo- just not allocated the right way, and you want to know where, know where know the money's
3: what allo- going? Where? To different countries. Oh, well, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a fact. <laughs> different yeah. countries for what? I mean,
1: for that, what? that's a whole—that's a whole another discussion about you know. Um, yeah, we can
3: talk about that later. Yeah and i no,
1: exactly i am not I mean. yeah, yeah. and i can't i'm not going to sit here and, and be be like yeah i'm an expert on politics and everything cuz i'm far yeah, from we, it we'll talk but about i that uh, but but me and david and, and Maddie are uh, you know a little bit more educated you know than you know the average person especially in our generation i you know at, at least i can say you know and I, I know they are and, and for me you know i'm a little bit more educated just because of you know my grandfather you know, who, you know, who I talk about, who's basically like my dad, who I never had. And, um, you know, everybody that's been listening, you know, he's doing much better right now. But um, yeah, I mean, he's like one of the smartest, you know, David can attest to this, like my grandfather is one of the smartest men like I've ever met, like, in my life. And and I know a lot of people say that and they get biased because like, that's their family member. But like, you know, my grandfather is like, like, very, he was literally the 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 youngest person in the country to become uh, a federal judge in the country. It's and, good, man. Yeah, like in any any you know came from you know his his parents didn't have anything you know they they did the American dream you know he you know was the first person to graduate college and you know all he did was study while everybody else everybody else you know during that time was going out and dating and all this stuff he would just like bury his head in the books and study his ass off and you know obviously he went to you know boston college and then got his law degree at bc and then went to georgetown got another law degree and then you know was working in you know uh, he was working in dc you know, then came back to Massachusetts. You know, became you know the the chief. Uh, the ch- I don't know what the proper title is, but it basically it was like the chief, uh, uh, the chief federal justice, federal justice judge. I don't know what the proper. T- title was but it was very very big title and, and he deserved it because he you know he worked his ass off for it and um but he was he wasn't like a, a criminal like uh judge or lawyer when he was doing that he he was doing more like uh you know um uh like business uh related right. you know you know uh, lawsuits and malpractice and things like that he never did like criminal or anything like that um But yeah, it's just, uh, it's crazy. Like, the American dream is still there. Like, even, you know, it's just not as easy as it was, you know, from his generation or, you know, my parents' generation, you know. But there is, you know, it's still there. I mean, like, yes, if we really, you know, people don't understand, they don't, you know and and i i can't fully you know say this you know cuz i haven't traveled everywhere around the world yet but you know just from you know listening and you know hearing conversations or interviews and you know you know researching and reading you know we we really don't understand how lucky we we do kind of have it here even with all the fucked up shit you know the fact that we do you know have the fact that we can you know speak our minds and 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 we can you know Have freedom of speech and freedom of religion, and you know, you know. Yes, you know, we're still fighting for equality on everything, but you know, things are a lot more equal. And you know, if you look at other other countries, you know, you can die for for just doing some of the stuff that we were, you know, we we should we we do here, which 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 we should be able to do. Because I don't see anything as a problem, you know, but. I I feel like we just don't fully, you know, always appreciate, you know, even though there is so much corruptness and, you know, yes, you know, there's a lot of fucked up shit that goes on in this country, but I mean, we are kind of lucky compared to other people that are, you know, in the world, like... Yeah, I, I I'm think not that saying the we're the best are, country in the world, but I'm just saying, you know, like, we're definitely kind of lucky hard. in some areas. Obviously, there's a lot of bullshit, but it, that comes with everything. There's going to be good I mean, and there's, there's going to be people bad. I
2: there's people that are born, and, you know, a lot of people know this, but there's some people that are so jaded that never even think about the fact that they're just, they're just born into, like, being in a in their like village or a town that could get bombed at any moment, or, or will get like sold for for trafficking, like that happens here, but it doesn't happen like as much as it does in in like other countries, you know. Like, what what is it like like Libya, where I, I was just watching. Like Mexico. I, I mean, yeah, I mean Mexico, oh, right, right, right there, right there, right, 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 right over Mexico. the border. There's, there's, oh my, yeah, there's there's horrible things happening, but yeah, it, I mean. You're 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 definitely right about that. People are so jaded about certain things. Who
3: yeah, was it? It's. Were we gonna it was El Chapo's son, or was it one of his? Uh, Who? His, was it El Chapo's son that that escaped prison, or was oh, it? Oh yeah, did that you was...
1: see like how the uh, the cartel were like they, they weren't playing around? Yo, no, they were literally at war.
3: <laughs> literally,
1: <laughs> I ain't trying to get into it. I, I I ain't trying to really get into it that much on on the show, but. Yeah, yeah, that's, I got that's you. some crazy shit. Um, yeah, you don't, you got to be careful who you fuck with. That's all I'm going to say.
3: Um. Yeah, mental, <laughs> mental health, though, is, is a very, is, is something that's, that's brushed under the rug in, in America. And I don't like it. So Oh, of course. It. And,
1: and it's it's like me and Maddie were talking about, you know, obviously it's stigmatized, you know, even for me as a white male. But even especially for, you know, people that are, are of color and minority. Know, oh yeah, people and, that have and I know you can forget- say that. You you know what, you know what's your experience firsthand? You know dealing with that. You know being, you know, you know
3: mixed and 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 just coming from a coming from a different background of uh, you know, growing up a little bit differently than you know somebody I'd say like white or something or any other type of race. Like black people with with mental illness it gets looked at it get it, it kind of gets looked at in a way where it's like it's not a big deal yeah, like, it's or, like, or you it's look like, it's or like you look that, or you look
1: too weak maybe yeah like, you, like, you look which is, weak or pathetic, something, it's something it's a weakness yeah. like no it's not it's not, not, like, it's not.
3: I, I, i'm gonna stand up for everyone out there that's that's black that's mixed, everybody because that it's. is i'm serious that's what people grew up in, in the 90s that i remember i guess maybe not around me but from things that i've known and situations that i that I heard of like it's looked at as a weakness in the black community, and I don't like it so it's something that needs to change
1: yeah I don't like um,
3: that either. it's okay the people that are coming out about things lately you know what I'm saying it, it's good to speak especially
1: up. especially like the like role models that are that are uh, of color in the entertainment industry that are speaking out and and things like that right like even shout out to rest in peace to one of the a very great actor. You know, and a great soul. You know, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, oh yeah. You know, his story is incredible. You know, it's very motivating. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's um, it, it it's sad. It, it's really sad that people, you know, because of society and because of everything is just how everything's programmed. You know, there are certain people that are afraid to tell somebody that something's wrong, or I'm not, I'm not okay, you know, maybe I need to see a doctor, or maybe I need to talk to a therapist, or whatever it might be, and because of, you know, the older generations, you know, they might not be necessarily completely open to that compared to younger generations,
2: yeah, that that's completely true, and I mean, uh, especially I mean, we were talking about veterans earlier. Like, I know that from being in. Um, well, if if you don't know me or haven't watched the or listened to the podcast before, I was I'm in recovery, and I've been to like a lot of different facilities, and I've you know been in places that had veterans there, and it's so sad to hear their stories. Like they they come out of war and then they don't have anywhere to go and and i've i've met people from from all different ages that are that are veterans that have you know mental health problems and um they 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 don't speak up until sometimes i meet them in like a a jail program you know what i mean and it's because they end up getting in trouble because of their mental illnesses you know if it's domestic violence or um you know anything it, it could be anything you know drug abuse to try to numb the pain um it, it, or selling drugs because they're not getting you know help you know the help that they need to get not that selling drugs is okay and i'm not saying that they should you know anybody should do that but um, you know it's it's just it's such a it's such a stigma in every perspective you know we're talking about you know, homelessness and stuff like that. Like a lot of these people, like you're saying, they'd rather go to jail and stuff like that. Like I've, I've experienced that firsthand where they're like, um, okay. Like, uh, you're in, you know, the, the holding cell before you go into like, uh, you know, the, where you're in lockdown or whatever and uh i've seen them be like hey you know you know let's just say mary like are you here again like yeah you know whatever it's got a little rough out there or it's a little cold outside like i've i've seen it like and i'm just like damn like i don't want to be like that you know but i i understand like why people are like that though like i can i can see it like i see it firsthand because i you know i grew up not far at all from philadelphia so i i've i've been in you know kensington i've seen you know what they call the zombies walking around like it's in it's in meek Mill's uh you know music video that came out not too long ago and there she's you know there's a lady in there talking like they don't they don't care about us or that you know say, saying that and it's just so sad because it's true like they don't care it's like you can do whatever you want you see people you see people doing the crazy stuff in in kensington and, and then even in Philly, like it, it, it's, it, it happens everywhere, but it's, it's really, really bad in Kensington. And I, you know, you're saying, what, what was it, Sacramento or
1: uh, San Francisco, like it's even it's so bad in San Francisco, like yeah, you know, it, I, people like you can even just look up like every day, you'll see a viral video of, you know, people breaking into like, you know, Gucci, you know, high end luxury stores and just coming out with like, you know tens of thousands of dollars of, um, of, of goods. And, and you can, and you can literally steal up to, I believe, $950 worth of stuff in San Francisco. And, uh, it's either a misdemeanor or, or it's not even, or you, or you, it's like you can get away with it, basically. I have to look up the facts on it, but it's something really crazy. That's so crazy. And and it's so bad, like, you know, the stores are getting, like, robbed and, and, like, you know, mobbed all the time, even in broad daylight now in San Francisco. And, you know, on top of that, you know, like we talked about before, you know, people are breaking into so many people's, you know, cars and stuff that literally you walk down in San Francisco and you'll see on cars, like, hey, like, there's nothing nothing valuable in this car. Please don't smash the window like that how like that, that's crazy that people have to yeah. actually like go out of the way and, and like put something there um and and just something random off topic but like wh- what's you know and i guess this kind of goes back to like the veterans and and, and like mental health and also kind of a little bit about the police but it's crazy how people like are like these Police serial impersonators, like the, this, guy, this, this famous guy. You know, you you can see he's he's probably the well well known. You know, recent one, Jeremy DeWitt of Florida, of course, can, you know, of course, it's out of Florida, but this dude is, cr- you know, like, like it, and there's so many people that are impersonating police officers, that impersonating, you know, uh, veterans, to be able to go and to, get, to, like, go to Starbucks to get, to get, like, a like a discount, which will save them, like, a dollar maybe or two dollars, like, you're gonna go and dress up in a uniform, at, at, like, uh, and pretend you're, like, a, uh, a veteran, and you know where people wore that uniform and you know died and you're gonna take advantage of something where you can just save to save a dollar or two like how sick are you in the mind yeah
2: that's kind of crazy
1: like that's fucking sick that doesn't make any sense to me but we're gonna take a little break and uh, yeah we'll be back you're listening to on air with jt yazzard welcome back to on air with jt of course you're listening to on air with jt hosted by me of course justin thomas aka jt aka j uh, and of course co-hosted by madeline haley marquez aka maddie uh what's up maddie
2: aka mad dog uh, uh, dog. <laughs> uh yeah i'm not calling more... you that you just did <laughs> but <laughs> uh no man we're just chilling out here in nice old orlando just you know, having a good time doing DoorDash, what we
1: always do. It's crazy. I remember my days, you know. So when I was a, a senior in high school, going to Matanzas High School in Palm Coast, Florida, I started going to this school called Connecticut School of Broadcasting, and they have a they had a location in in Orlando. And so basically, while I was a senior in high school, I was on top of you know, you know finishing up my last year of high school and, and doing my podcast, I was also going to broadcasting school at night and we had to make that trip from, you know, Palm coast to Orlando, um, like three, four times, uh, a week, you know, and, and you know, that that's, you know, and the way, especially the way my grandfather drives, you know, you know, that, you know, I, you know, I got there, you know, I shouldn't be bragging about this, but I got from, you know, Palm Coast from where I was living at the time to the school, you know, one time in like 57 minutes, but it usually takes my grandfather about, you know, an hour and 45 minutes. Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. he likes to say, uh, uh, drive 55 to stay alive. And he actually lives by that. And it drives me crazy. (laughs) But uh, yeah, um, that's a whole another story. But um, it's just crazy. Like, you know, reflecting on those days like like I I was going to broadcasting school at night and like I got I don't talk about this but I got the highest like scholarship in like school history at the time to to go there Um and it was a good experience but you know I I, I knew already a lot of the things that they were teaching I mean obviously there were some things that you know I was taught that I did not know, so I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm a know-it-all, and I still don't know it all, but I definitely learned some of it, but, um, you know, it it, it was an okay experience, you know, I I learned, you know, a lot of aspects of, you know, radio and broadcasting and, uh, like, on-air TV, uh, you know, coverage, hosting Um, so I got to work with Greg Fox, who's like an Emmy, uh, yeah, I I think, I believe he's won a a good amount of, uh, Emmys for being a news reporter in the state of Florida. Um, and I know he's still, I don't know if he's on West News now or if he's on a different network, but shout out to Greg Fox. Um, you know, he was a very nice guy and humble and we got to actually like kind of do a news segment together, sitting next to each other. And he's a very successful, um, you know, uh, news, you know, caster and, you know, broadcaster. Um, so shout out to Greg Fox out of Orlando. Um, but, yeah, it was a really cool experience. I don't really talk about it that much. Yeah,
2: I, I, I don't really know. I don't really know what to say about
1: that. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, I was just because I, n- I never really talk about it on the podcast, you know. Um, but, you know, I I. It, it, I I guess, you know, why I brought it up now that I'm thinking about it is, you know, because during that time, you know, I was, I was still 18 years old. So, and and I, you know, I wanted to go into radio, but you know, the thing is with a lot of people don't understand with, you know, these radio personalities that you hear on the radio that do like morning shows or, you know, the mid show or the afternoon show, like you don't understand like what it, you know, especially it's even, you know, harder now, but even, you know, 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago when I was, you know, about to really start pursuing getting into like real radio, you know, you have to move in order to make it in a big market, like in a big city on a big station like, you know, like Boston, New York, you know, LA, you know, Philadelphia, where, you know, any major city, you know, you know, shout out to every major city, shout out to everywhere, but like, you know, every major city, especially in the the United States, but, you know, especially the big markets, like, again, like New York, you know, California, Boston, you know, the list goes on and on, you know, to make it in those markets and, you know, become a successful, you know, radio personality, or to even get the, the opportunity to even, you know up, you know have a good chance at when you apply for that position to even you know get a call back you know you have to literally start in like bumfuck middle of nowhere of like some random ass state and, and and like i'm sorry you know sorry people that live in like alabama or like missouri or whatever you know it's not a bumfuck state but like you have to go the middle of nowhere and like start at like a little ass radio station and you have yeah. to work your way up and it takes years for you to be able to you know you, you take so, you know it takes a little bit then you can you know you get a better job in a, in a bigger market you know in a bigger market is just a, a bigger populated you know city or where you know the you know there's more listeners um and it just takes time to keep building that you know climbing that ladder and for me personally i just didn't feel like you know while even towards the end i was like you know that this i don't know if i really want to do radio. Like I know I definitely want to do podcasting and everything like that, but you know, radio's radio's been dead for years and you know, yeah, ra- that's radio what my brother told me radio's been I, dead I, for years. I yeah. know.
2: I I wanted to go to a broadcasting school and I guess I could talk a little bit about it because my family uh you know knows somebody that's pretty uh big in Philadelphia. I don't know if you ever heard of Pierre Uh, from WMMR but um, we we my family knows him from a very long time ago and uh, I don't even know how he got into it but I guess you know my dad and him are are actually the same age and um, and and you know he I don't know how he got into it but that that is really what what I wanted to do a little bit but my brother you know always said like you need to get into you know the digital uh world and and he was right because it's it is it is kind of dead but i always will respect you know pierre from wmr uh oh, definitely yeah, yeah, shout out to him
1: hell yeah shout out to him i i am I'm actually not familiar with his work but i'll definitely have to check it out is he like yeah. a, is he like a morning a rough, is he like a morning host like of a talk a,
2: he's on 93 theory uh wmr in philadelphia is is that
1: is that one of the biggest radio stations it's the
2: biggest rock station in in philadelphia um has he been
1: has he been like there for years
2: yeah yeah like yeah like i i love calling calling uh you know like you like you grew
1: like you grew up listening to him
2: oh yeah so that's kind of
1: like how it's kind of like how it was for me in boston you know um shout out to matt siegel um, and anyone from, you know, Boston or Massachusetts, New England, you know, definitely knows of Maddie in the Morning. And, you know, Kiss 108 is, you know, uh, the biggest radio station in, in the Boston, in Boston, in the Boston area, uh, uh, along with a few other stations like Jim 94.5. But they're both, you know, owned by iHeartRadio and they're both actually out of the same studio in Medford, Massachusetts, which I've been to a few times. It's actually a pretty cool place. place? Um, mm-hmm. What was, what was
3: that? that? That was on the radio station that, that's, that was on the Patriots. Um,
1: um, I have him on Facebook, too. Man. I can't think of his name. Um, no, that, it'll so that, it, it'll yeah. come to me. He's still doing a show, I believe, on WEI. But, yeah, I just wanted to finish off what, you know, Maddie was saying, you know. It's cool how, like, you, like, you know, listen to, you know, Pierre growing up. And, you know, you, it, he's still doing it to this day, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so, like, so... For, you know 30 plus years you know to see that and i've seen the same thing in boston you know at kiss One Hundred and Eight, wait you know there was a show called maddie in the morning it was hosted by matt siegel billy costa and lisa donovan and shout out to all of them and they've definitely made an impact on me you know getting into radio and broadcasting at an early age but um yeah uh, you know matt he, he retired recently but he was basically you know at, at the at kiss One Hundred and Eight. wait you know doing the show for uh 30 plus years almost 40 years i believe um, yeah. yeah and you know he obviously was very became very successful and uh even got into like a feud with like howard stern in like 99 but um but that was crazy because i guess they were talking about like stern said something about like you know uh they said something about each other and then an article came out saying how you know matt matt Siegel, Maddie in the Morning was making about a million dollars a year, and Howard Stern was making about 20 at that time, and this was in 99. So I know, you know, Maddie in the Morning was making, you know, probably a few million, even, you know, the past 15, 20 years, which is pretty, pretty, you know, remarkable and pretty, you know, I'm not trying to put all of his, you know, business out there, but like, you know, as a, you know, podcaster and, you know, studied, you know, radio and broadcasting and looked up to people, you know, that that's, not an easy thing to do. And there's other successful, you know, radio personalities also that are still, you know, active to this day. Like shout out to Big Boy. Like you know. Right, David?
2: Yeah. Um D- yeah, David David ryan ran out to do a dad. Uh, Yeah, like I, I can I Big can Big Boy uh, neighborhood. I can remember, I can remember Elvis
1: Duran is a great radio personality.
2: Oh yeah, I've definitely I've definitely heard of him. I obviously I, I Ryan
1: Secrets.
2: Oh, of course, I mean Ryan Seacrest he's he's like top tier But yeah, the, I, I always remember like WMMR rocks and like the the coolest thing about about him is like he will really just play like what people love and um, I, I remember like a song growing up Alice's restaurant. My dad would play on the on the guitar and like and like, sing it to us and that. It, I'll never forget that. Like I'm 29 years old, and it was like that's something that probably started because of Pierre playing it. He would play the whole. It's like an 18 minute song, and he would play the whole thing on air, and they would let him.
1: See, the, I, and, don't, I don't know if they could do that now because a lot of people, that, a lot of yeah. people don't understand. a lot A lot of people don't understand this, and obviously, I, I just know this just from over the years. But like, you know, people be like p- people all the time, like. Uh, I hate listening to the radio because, you know, they play the same song over and over again. Yes, I understand that. It's annoying. But you have to understand that those stations that you're listening to are top 40 radio stations. So what yeah. that means, and usually with the top 40 radio stations, usually for the most part in major cities in America, they're the biggest radio stations. So that just comes hand in hand, but you have to accept that. So yes, they're going to play, you know, the same, you know, popular music that's that's charting on, you know, th- there's a Billboard Top 200, there's a Billboard, Billboard Top 100, and then obviously on that 100, you know... A lot of the stations they play that you know whatever in that top forty at the moment, and obviously that gets rotated so much throughout the day. You know, Um, you know, Billboard chart charting is a whole different you know discussion, but that's a really cool, interesting you know thing. Um, but yeah, you have to understand that those stations are going to play what's you know popular on the Billboard charts, and, and that's why you hear the same songs over and over again. And thankfully, yes, in, in a lot of cities and towns, there are alternative radio stations. Not I'm not necessarily even I'm talking about alternative music, but you know, or alternative rock. But there are like just alternative radio stations that aren't top forty that do play you know a variety to, of. Different music, whether that's like alternative rock, rock, you know, throwbacks, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. There's so many different, you know, uh, types of, you know, shows and everything. But radio is de- is dead. I mean, um, and we even started seeing that transition when you know Howard Stern went, f- you know, left terrestrial terrestrial radio which means like am fm radio to go to Sirius radio you know in 05 06 and just you know signed that 500 400 million dollar deal and then just you know over that you know even till this day he's you know re-signed those deals like four or five times so he's made almost two billion dollars just by being at Sirius Radio and even to this day he like barely does you know a couple like probably does like one or two shows a week I think um and obviously Howard Stern's not the same Howard Stern as he used to be you know just because of you know PC you know You know culture cancel culture woke culture and you know because if you look back and you you can look and watch you know howard stern like crazy like interviews provocative you know very uh a lot of uh sexuality you know sex talk you know a lot of you know uh a lot of a lot of shit and it's crazy to see like that kind of shit you know that kind of howard stern and how entertaining also was it you know on different aspects and not just that you know specifically but um it's crazy to see you know now he's just kind of like you know kind of corny but and it's crazy because i looked up to him a lot and and i also can't shit on him because this dude's still making a 100 plus million a year
2: right and 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 you got to remember you know what what people bring out into the world Might not always necessarily be what they a hundred percent believe because of cancel culture So you can say you know that that he's maybe like selling out But you don't know how he really feels about it or who what he really says to his loved ones and people He can actually talk to and not get canceled for you know, yeah
1: No, I definitely agree. I just it's just um, it's just crazy like because of uh I'm not going to get into it too much about the, like, just how society is with how we're being brainwashed and programmed with certain propaganda, but, you know, it's not allowing, you know, we can't censor people, you know, because, you know, there's some, there's comedians, great comedians And not all comedians do this. There's some comedians that still don't give a fuck. They'll say whatever they want. And like a prime example is like Dave Chappelle. Like he's not, you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. Like he's just uncancelable. You know, he is like, the he's the goat. I mean, he's the goat of, yeah, you know, and, and obviously, you know, in my opinion, Richard Pryor is one of the goats as well, you know, but a lot of people my age really aren't aware of, you know, Richard Pryor's material. But if you like watch his like material and just type in Richard Pryor, you know, you'll be laughing your ass off. There wouldn't be no, you know, Dave Chappelle or Kevin Hart. Or, or, or there wouldn't be none of them if, if there what if it wasn't for Richard Pryor and and, and comedians like that i'm not saying that, that that was their only influence but um but yeah with just like it just it, with the censorship it's just people are not are, are afraid to speak out you know especially people that do have that are like you know maybe celebrities or famous people and even if they're really good people they might be afraid to speak out on like the truth and and bring awareness to things by using their platform because they know that they might get you know attacked by you know half of the you know the other side of the country or one third of you know the country and that will start a backlash and then that just comes in, that just triples down to then people that don't agree with you are gonna start you know they they start smear campaigns and then they they'll, they'll go back you know 10 15 years t- into your tweets to find one thing that you might have said that you know you said 15 years ago and then they'll take it out of context and we've seen this happen with like Kevin Hart when he was going to host the Oscars you know they pulled up a tweet how he tweeted something about like 10 years ago and it was like a it was a homo it was kind of like a homophobic joke and and, and I don't think Kevin Hart is a homophobe and, and it was just it was just a joke, but obviously the, the the way you write material and everything has changed so much. So you know, you know, and obviously, you know, I'm not a gay person, so I don't understand. I wouldn't understand if that would offend me or not, but. I don't, I don't think his intentions were to offend people, but that's besides the point. I, I guess my whole point is that, you know, there are, people, there are people that are afraid to speak out about the truth because they know that they can get blacklisted, they can get, you know, shunned out of, you know, show business, they can lose everything that they have, everything that they've been working for and working towards, you know, for, you know, 10 20 30 40 50 60 plus years of their life and just by them speaking out because of this world that we live in you know there's a possibility it could end their career and that that's not that's not a good thing that's we're not heading in a good direction Yeah,
3: we're, we're that, heading or- backwards what we're heading backwards in a way
1: that's what i'm saying that's what i've been saying I said this multiple times on the podcast, we're heading backwards in terms of like humanity and love and things. And of course, there's always been hatred and things like that. But we're moving backwards, but we're progressing in all these different things sort of, you know, technology and AI, artificial intelligence and robots and, and, you know, virtual reality and, you know, medical breakthroughs, we're progressing with all this shit. But we're moving backwards in terms of, you know, being decent human beings and, and loving each other and uniting. Like, why does it, like, I talked about this before, like, and, and thank God, you know, Damar Hamlin's doing so much better. But why does it take for something like that to happen for, you know, other people in different states and cities to come together and unite? Like, that, that, that's an example. Like, why, why does it take for something like that to happen for us to for some people, you know, to, to unite? And am I saying that, you know, people do, people aren't uniting? No. But, you know, we are growing further apart from each other in, in different areas, you know, and, and, and that's a sad thing to see. And, and it's not going to end well. It's just not going to end well at all.
3: I mean, COVID, when COVID happened, it really changed the world in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think
1: that's a whole that's a whole nother story. But I think we can all come to the conclusion uh, to a certain degree that um, at least in my opinion, from my research, you know, and obviously I'm not an expert. But from my personal opinion, you know, that, that that was not a mistake of what's what happened.
2: Yeah. Obviously. And I'm gonna
1: leave it at that. Um you know, again we t- we talked about earlier just about how overpopulated we are and um people know that, you know. It's all I'm gonna say. You know. And take it, you know, take it for what it is, you know. But you know, there's a there's there's a thing called Google Google dot com and you you'll uh be shocked to find out the amount of things that, you know is going on and obviously you know you can't take one article or one thing you know verbatim for fact you know do your research you know check out different sources you know see for the most part you know do your homework and find out the actual truth by looking at different point of views and perspectives in different articles don't again don't take one article you know for the truth you know just can't do that and a lot again i've talked about that people are just so biased people don't understand how you know biased the news are they don't Yeah,
2: that's why i don't i don't even watch the news um yeah i'm on for no reason and i'm like in a store but no i know that it's all bullshit i can't i can't even believe it you know i was i wore a mask and i did for a very long time because i i believed that there was something out there that could that could kill me and you know what i mean and i have a I have a lowered immune system anyway. Got a, got a little girl, elderly parents, like like we all do, you know. I mean, if you're if you're that age, and it, it's scary, it's definitely scary. But I don't believe what people said it was from, you know. I I have a whole different theory on that, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I I, I could yeah, talk about story, that for a very long time.
3: The way <laughs> the story that it came from is funny. That's that's a good cover up, but we're not going to talk about that.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and we we can maybe have a segment or something this week where we can talk about it a little bit from maybe just our personal opinions, you know, and just have a conversation about it. It might be
3: interesting, but we'll, we'll see. You not know. gonna lie, not gonna lie though. When I got it, it put me down for, for a whole week. For some other people, it, it was a little, oh, yeah, I but. got,
1: co- I got COVID like fucking four or five times already. And I, and I, I was the, I was one of those idiots that, you know, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I, Looking back, I don't know if I should have taken the vaccine, but I did take the vaccine in the booster shot. But obviously, looking back from my per, you know, from what I'm seeing, I don't know if that was completely, you know, necessary. Now, again, I'm not, you know, a scientist. I don't know all this, you know, for facts, you know, but um, I, I don't know. I, it's, um, I didn't, I, I didn't, know. I didn't
2: take any shot. David took one i I didn't I take it one and
3: I got scared because of what my dad was telling me was
2: happening I, I i could never i would never take that uh because I just feel like i i don't believe i mean i' ha- been out for that long yeah, and, and i have
1: noticed i don't mean to cut you off I'm sorry, but I have noticed that I'm dealing with some new health problems you know that have been uh, occurring and not even mental health, like physical health, you know, um, problems that are now occurring coincidentally, you know, after all of these shots. Is it a coincidence? I, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say that, that that was the main cause, but um, that is some, something that I do think about and I try and analyze because, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, what are the odds? i especially for some of the the, the things you know i don't really talk about this much but like and i'm sure this probably had an issue you know uh, you know just from trying different medications over the years um of just long-term effects but now uh you know i i've developed severe you know high blood pressure and that's kind of it's crazy to have that you know at 28 years old where to the point where you know I've been to the ER and they said that dude that these, these are stroke numbers. Like, yeah. that, that's a scary thing to fucking hear when you're a 28 year old. Like yo, like these like these are stroke numbers. Like I can like I can die. Like like that, that's that's crazy. So I and mean, that, that's just one thing, but you know it's a little bit under control now, but it's still very high. So I'm dealing with that, but. um yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's crazy. These, you know, the side effects of some of these medications, you know, I'm not saying that that might have a, you know, a main factor in the contri you know, contribution to to this, because it is hereditary. You know, my, you know, my family, my grandparents have, you know, high blood pressure as well, but they didn't experience this shit when they were 20, you know, 28 years old or, you know. Even thirty eight, so, and I and I've done research, and I do understand that younger people can have very high blood pressure, but you know that is it's an alarming thing. But yeah, I guess we'll, you know, I just got to take it easy. But you know, it can be stressful at times because you know you you're running a business, you're running a, you know, trying to build an empire and do your thing, so you know, that that's stressful. So I, I try and take it easy. And that, that's all I can really do.
2: Yeah, I mean, high, high blood pressure is, is nothing to play around with. I mean, you, you could you got to look at, you know, all the medications you're taking and see if that could play a factor into it as well. You know, when you're taking certain types of medications, that can definitely have something to do with it. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I've,
1: but, I've, I've had these Yeah, I've had these conversations with my doctor and right. other specialists. Like I, I
2: know that my blood pressure stays like pretty low actually but the last time i was checked it was it was a little bit high but it, i think it might have been because it was like i was in a lot of pain or whatever but who knows it it's the health is like a serious thing and i definitely promote uh you know definitely getting your checkups and all and all that stuff so yeah that's the most definitely thing.
1: Definitely. And I, and I know it might not be easy for everybody just with, you know, insurance problems or health care. But, you know, if you do live in America and, you know, you're not making uh, a certain amount of money per year, you know, you may be eligible for assistance through, you know, state, you know, uh, you know, Medicare, you know, you know, assistance and insurance um, I don't, you know, know where everyone lives and everything, but especially in, you know, in the United States, there are, um, you know, there, there are ways where you can, you know, get insurance if, you know, you are, you know, making a, you're in a certain tax bracket, um but yeah and, and I know even if you, even if you do have insurance that should still add's up with copays and all this th- and, and it's you know it's, it, it's it's crazy that's a whole another discussion but yeah like like Maddie said and everyone like, like you definitely have to you know go to routine checkups and I don't care if you're 25 18 you know 30 40 you know obviously once you're over like 40 you sh- you should know that you should be doing routine checkups but um yeah uh the younger people listening like you should you know really you know take your health serious you know don't don't underestimate just because you're young that you know nothing can go wrong can can really go wrong because you'd be shocked
2: yeah and that's definitely the truth yeah yeah i'm just uh about you know i know uh Illnesses and stuff like that. It's just like, it's like, what do we want to, what do we want to talk about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, um, yeah. This podcast is weird because I'm like, because I have like, so I'm, I'm have. Obviously, I've been recording on one of my phones, but that's not recording now. So, I'm recording on an iPad, but then I'm also recording on this new, you know, camera that I bought. And I just don't know if it's recording the right way. And I'm just hoping uh, all, this whole show in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I hope that this is like capturing the entire show. And then I got to figure out the whole process of figuring out how to because it's so complicated the way it's set up to this like tripod thing to take out the SD card. And then I got to edit, you know, import it and, you know, get it so it's going to be a whole little process so i'm excited to, excited and a little worried to see uh how it comes out but uh hopefully hopefully it comes out good and you know i'll be able to definitely analyze and see what i can do for tomorrow's show to even be better in terms of you know that version of the um you know video version of the of this show i just wanted to you know say that just to let you guys know but of course, you know, I do have the backup uh, camera on my iPad, but the quality isn't that good. But at least, you know, worst case scenario, there'll be video quality um, until I figure out really what's going on. But we will get that, you know, figured out as soon as possible. Um, and of course, again, if you're a business owner, a brand, uh, a company, someone with a product or a service and you're interested in advertising, you're, again, company brand service product on this podcast, uh, several new podcasts launching this year my social media platforms and accounts you know send me an email at on with jt at gmail.com you can watch the show at youtube on air with jt listen to the show on apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio. radio uh, follow me on instagram at justin thomas insta and all of my other social media platforms and links to listen to the show or watch the show is basically all at onairwithjt.com. with uh madeline and david where can people follow
2: uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Madeline, uh, M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-N underscore Haley, H-A-L-E-Y. And on Facebook, it's Madeline Haley Marquez, TikTok, Lazy Eye and YouTube is LazyEye16. Uh, <laughs> you where, where can they follow you, David?
3: Um, on Instagram at Jin underscore 23 n-i-s-m-o-c-h-i-n underscore 23 and on facebook david chin
1: all right definitely go give both of them a follow um thank you guys so much for listening anything you guys want to say before we wrap up today's show
2: uh just you know if, if you made it to this far like thank you so much for listening to yes, thank uh, you yeah like uh really honestly thank you i think uh this podcast is is really going to help a lot of people and and uh, do a lot of great things for the mental health community. Hell I'm
1: yeah. so part of it. Hell yeah! And this week we're going to talk a lot about about different uh, discussions, conversations, subjects, um, news. Um, I'm in the process of you know talking and you know with management and you know artists and, and other people for potential interviews. Um, so I'm in the process of trying to organize and line up, you know, some interviews and everything like that. So I'm really excited about that. Again, there's so much things in the works. So thank you again to everybody that's been showing love and support. And again, um, if you do listen to the podcast app, uh, the Apple podcast app on your iPhone, when you listen to the show, if you could do me one favor and just click on, you know, type in the show. And scroll all the way down, and you can rate the show one out of five stars. Just rate it whatever you would like. I'd greatly appreciate your honest uh, feedback. Um, it helps helps the show's like algorithm on Apple Podcasts. Um, and of course, you know, if you're again, if you're a business owner, brand, company, and you're interested in advertising on this podcast, send me an email. Again, serious inquiries only at. On air with jt at gmail.com. Once again, that's on air with jt at gmail.com and all of my links and platforms are at onair with jt.com. Have a great day. The motherfucking JT way.
0: You are listening to on air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. You are listening to On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com.